Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Okay, good morning everybody and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. Fifteen minutes to change your life. Tracking away, four parking to go. And yeah. Okay, so let's get straight into it. So yesterday and the last few days I'm talking about Das. And like we discussed, Das, kids don't have Das. Not that they can't understand, but Das is not about knowing information. It's about sensing information. It's about connecting to it. It's about feeling it. Not just, you know, we feel a kid, you'll explain to them that it's not safe to play with a knife and cut and, and cut with a knife. You have to be very careful. But for us, we, we, we sense that. It's not just we understand that in a logical sense. We, you, have, you have a feeling towards it. And this is sort of the idea when we learn chassidus, we're meant to get a feeling. And, and just a quick reminder that, that the purpose we're trying to get here is an appreciation for davening, an appreciation for trying, for trying to daven, an appreciation for learning chassidus, and an appreciation for terimitis. Through learning so you're learning how to learn chassidus properly, like in this level of, with, with das, that's not just intellectual, but it's a das, it brings to an emotion that we have an emotional sensation. So therefore, we will, that will help us with our Torah mitzvahs, and it'll help us with our learning of chassidus, and it'll help us with our, with our uh, uh, davening. Yeah, because once you have it, once you understand the chassidus, it's only thinking about God in terms of not just some random word name, but actually person that's in a relationship with that he wants to connect with me and I want to connect with him. So therefore, you're davening, it's, it's, you're looking at davening differently. Just a quick story, because I think it really hones in this idea of das, that one year we have, so every year we have a Pesach Seder here. We have guests normally besides this past year, of course, fortunately. So, so what I normally do is I'll get someone to read in Hebrew and someone to read it in English, because we're all here, we all speak English as our first language. So what's the point of going through a Seder and, and saying everything in Hebrew and, and racking a lot of us, it could be difficult to even say it, oh, but, but ultimately we don't really know what it means. So we'll be to saying everything, but the whole point of the Seder is, is, to, is to tell over the story and really think about it and understand it. So I got one person to do it and he was doing it. We got to Hallel. One of the points in Hallel says Ava. So, so he read in English, he said love. So he like paused. So I noticed that he paused. I said, uh, why are you pausing? Oh, like, what happened? And he goes, he goes, I've been, like, he goes, I know the word Ava, but I never like, you know, love is like very, you know, a word that I really can relate to. Like, I know love, you know, love is a language that I use, Ava. You know, we never speak to anybody and we say, oh, I have so much Ava for this or Ava for that. We don't say that. We say, you know, I love this. I love that. Oh, I love you. But you don't say, I, I, I have a you. I didn't say that. And so really connected. So he had a das in the word love, but he didn't have a das in the word ava. And that's the point. We learn a lot of chassidus, or people learn chassidus, and, and they, they use the word ava, so to speak, so they don't have connection to it. But if they use the word love, they do have a connection to it. And this is the point. You meant to give that feeling. Like, whoa. And, and yeah, this is, this is das. And uh, yeah. Okay, number six, chapter six, the essence of the godly light. So we're going to talk about the Rebbe rejects the heart's ecstasy produced solely by the conclusion of the mind's contemplation, but it evaporates quickly. So basically, you learn, and in the end of learning, 
you think about what's the take home message? What am I going to live with? What am I take home? What's this like little virus? And saying that's not going to last. Meaning, as one time I heard this rabbi said, after like an hour and a half share that he gave, so some guy comes to me and goes, Rabbi, in, in, summarizing in one word, like in one, one sentence, tell me to me one sentence. So he said to him, if I could tell you one sentence, I wouldn't have told you the whole share. I told you the whole share because you need the whole share. And it's the same thing. The Rebbe gives us all the chassidus. You know, you learn a sikha, and in the end of the sikha, the Rebbe says, uh, so, the Aveda is, you should go and uh, help another Jew. But in order, in order to have that, the effect of what that says, you have to learn the whole sikha. You have to connect with the whole sikha to, to appreciate what that means to actually go out and do it. Otherwise, it's not going to last. You might do it once or twice, but it's not going to last. And that's what he's saying. Ex external ecstasy. And also, I like, again, we start, this is a, a lot of brackets in this. I'm starting off the first thing the bracket. To explain the subject further, page 20, 62. To explain the subject further, there exists a kind of ecstasy to the heart of the heart produced solely by the conclusion of the mind's contemplation. This happened when Das forged a bond, not with the concepts of central godliness, but with the con concept itself. So back to what we said before, we discussed this a lot, that to have a true Das is in the Likus. Like my friend was telling me, that I'm learning this too much like, like Nigel, like Gemara, that he wasn't connecting with the idea the godliness, the concept that God loves us, but he's connecting with the technicalities of it. And this is what he's saying. If you connect with the technicalities of it, so then you, you won't really connect and the, you won't have a proper bond, a proper das bond with it, and therefore it won't really last. As a result, the essence of the godly light doesn't radiate openly within one's mind. It merely illuminates it intellect in its intellective garments. So you do get illuminated something, but it's not, it's not a, the full brunt of it. Consequently, the effect of such comprehension and meditation cannot extend to be drawn into the heart so that the heart is also aroused by the reflection of itself within the mind. And therefore, you can go over the mimer and you can learn it and you can chazer it in your head and you can say it over and you can say all the points, but you're not connecting with the godliness within it, connecting with the, the, the logic of it. And so therefore, it's not going to pull itself all the way through the dust and have the proper emotion to really have that have its full effect. Rather, he says over here in, the, in 57, because I, so what is it that does excite the heart? Rather, once the concept, once the conception has been abridged, leaving only the practical conclusion of the early reflection, I, that godliness is good and wondrous, but this is the conclusion that remains from contemplation of the greatness and the loftiness of blessed infinite light, when this conclusion, the heart becomes excited with love. So he's saying, so what? So being that the intellectual process is not going to get you excited, essentially, because it's not the godliness. So what will get you excited? The practical outcome. So what's the practical? What am I taking home? And so you say, oh, I'm taking home that God is great and God loves me. So, saying, that, you'll, so that will excite you to a certain extent, but still it won't be the full extent. But the excitement is an intrinsic. Since the heart itself doesn't become intrinsically ecstatic by the godliness, the heart is only made to feel excited. Because it's not really, it's not, it's not the process wasn't going naturally to this point, but it's sort of, you're saying to yourself, okay, so what am I taking home from this? Because this told, I don't know, oh, God is good. So then you'll think about it for a few seconds and get excited, but, but that process didn't, didn't go all the way through, so it won't be as powerful. And as a result, the ecstasy isn't very profound. It is only external. For the external dimensions of the heart itself, there is both an internal and aspect and 
external one because the godly theme is not felt in the heart because it's not internal, just external, so you won't really feel it. Even the mind's meditation and its comprehension are not felt by the person's heart. But an interruption intervenes between the excitement of the brain and that of the heart because after the person has been intellectually excited, the reflection is condensed into its conclusion. It is only from this conclusion that the heart then becomes ecstatic. So he's sort of he's saying there's like two-step process happening over there. It's not a natural progression, but it's like you're thinking about the idea and then you finish and you're like, oh, one second, but what's okay, so what do I do with this? So then you say, oh, uh, let me think about something. God is good. That's what he was saying. Fine. And then you move on. So that excitement you get is from the end, but it's not from the process. Whereas when you when you learn, and this is such a beautiful, it's so beautiful, this whole this concept. When you understand it, and the Mitzvah will all get it, and you'll be like, oh, I get this. So, but when you learn in the level of Das, so you're connecting to the idea, so the progression, it flows together. It goes one after the other. It doesn't, not, there's no sort of break between them. And therefore, the excitement is way greater. The feeling is way greater. And, and the whole process is better. Everything is much, much more better and full. Thus, by the time the heart becomes excited, the reflection of the mind has already departed and disappeared because it's sort of you're doing two separate things. You're thinking about the concept intellectually, and it's not about the godliness within it. So then, and then you finished, you've done, you finished with that. And then you can't be like, one second, well, I need to take something home with this. I need to try to do something about it. So, uh, what should I do? So you think about something else, but so the two separate things. So you've lost all that excitement from what the intellectual aspect of it. Inevitably, the heart's ecstasy is diminished, is in a diminished form. So therefore the ecstasy that you get from the heart is not as great. Now, but, but again, I, I, I don't know how many times I need to say it. Like I say, there's many times we need that this is a start. It's not, he's saying this is not the ultimate and, and, and recognize what's going on or what you're doing. And if you, and you think about it, you have to understand, yeah, meaning it's important to know what's, what's true. So then you have something to reach for. You know, if you have, you have to know your goal. And so that's what he's trying to show you. What's the goal? It doesn't mean you, there's, a, there's a process to get to your goal. But that's, that's what he's saying. That if you do this, so you'll get something out of it. But realize you can get even more. It's like a person eating... Uh, plain uh, pasta and you, and you tell them you should know that's it's it's like it's good that you're eating plain pasta you should know you can have so much more you can add cheese to it or you can make like um, pasta with something else and you can there's so many options of how you can make it much better and that's sort of what we're trying to tell us he's trying to tell you that you're going to eat the pasta and it's going to be hey this is interesting this is a nice thing but know that there's a lot more to it and that's what we're seeing top of 64 the intention here is not a diminished form comparable to that which arises from engaging early in general reflection. But in that case, there is truly no excitation of the emotions at all. So he's saying, but understand that this that we're talking about, that you have, you take the take-home message at the end of what you've learned. So even though there's that separation and, and the excitement that's going to come is not as strong and it's not going to last as long, but that's not the same as what we said before, which was something that you don't get any excitement from. When you're just doing a general reflection. You're just generally thinking, uh, and you don't learn it properly. But in that case, there's truly no excitation of the emotions at all. Only a valueless illusion and doesn't constitute a void whatsoever, as explained above in chapter four. Here, however, the heart's emotions do become excited. So you do get something. This constitutes service of the heart with love and awe. 
whether in and, of, in and of itself or in terms of its effect on one's performance of mitzvahs. So it'll have an effect, whether, whether the Avon year itself, the having Avon year, which is a mitzvah, or it'll affect the extent of even, even pushing you to do more mitzvahs. As the ecstasy animates the, his observance, because you're excited, so you'll want to do more. Yeah, and in terms of here of him refining one's animal soul, animal also work to refine yourself. Nonetheless, such ecstasy in general is diminished and external, in as much as the godly light and the person's reflection does not illuminate the heart, as explained above. Meaning, meaning we shouldn't feel bad if we're learning and, and we even get excited, but it doesn't last. That's fine. So we should understand that it's probably because we haven't really reached the truest level of our ability of learning. And, and, and what we need to focus on is not saying to ourselves, I'm not good enough. And look, I'm not good enough. That's why it's not working. Or I just I have to learn how to understand it better and put in more effort to understand it better. And the more I can understand the mima in an uh, emotional level, so to speak, the more it will have its effect. And the problem isn't within me. It's within my understanding. I just need to work on understanding. You know, we think, oh, look, I have these tivers. Oh, it's a problem with me. It's not. And, and the key to working on this is, is keep on learning and, and trying to connect to what we're learning. Yeah, so, so the excitement dissipates very quickly. This is the re result of his mind also not being illuminated by the godly light itself. And it's because you're not having, you're not connecting when you're learning with the godly light itself with the, the idea itself, but it's more the intellectual concept of it. Intrinsic ecstasy. In contrast, when a person binds his mind with the concepts, the central godliness, this is the, the, the good version. So when you're connected to the godliness within it, meaning you're connecting with the idea the mind is trying to say, not the intellectual process of the mind, but, but the, the concept what it was trying to give over. Seeing the forest for the trees, as they say. And the godly light itself radiates in his mind, although the light is still invested in, in intellective garments. You still have to think, you still have to understand the mind. These garments act only as a channel, but that's the process to, to get it. The principal aspect is that the godly light is felt by him. But, but principally, when you're learning it, you're thinking about, like the, the mind that I talked about, on, about, I learned before, about the, the, how much God loves us. Even though you're trying to understand what does it mean, what type of level of love it is, but in the back of your mind is that concept that you're constantly realizing that we're talking about how much God loves me. So therefore, the light is drawn and extended automatically into the heart as well. So automatically, when you're learning, you're still understanding and trying to understand the concept and all the details of the mind. But it's, it's, it's constantly with this flow of energy in that, that you're feeling it emotionally. In other words, the essence of the godliness comprehended by his mind is also felt in his heart. Whatever you're understanding, you're also feeling. You're connected to it then the heart automatically becomes excited about the essence of godliness. And automatically you're getting excited because you're understanding the, the, the forest for the in, in this, in this, in this moment. You're understanding what it's actually trying to give over, what it's trying to tell you. So you want to understand the details of it, but, but the concept, the general concept, you understand. This is an intrinsic ecstasy for the heart automatically and of its own accord becomes excited over the central godliness on account of the godliness that it feels, because we're feeling the godliness, we're understanding the, the forest, the, the, the point we're trying to give over, and you understand it, and you're learning it in terms of that, eternal God's love, how great is God's love for us? Is it a love, like in the case of that mind I'm talking about, is it a love that stems from 
the level that, that it's only us and God or how we are in the world and God still loves us. And what does that mean? What's the difference between those loves? But ultimately we understand it with, with describing the love that we have, that God and us have for each other. Being an intrinsic ecstasy, inevitable, such excitement endures. And therefore it lasts. The excitement that you get from this learning, it, it lasts a lot longer. Beautiful. And we'll continue tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully we'll finish the pack tomorrow. We're at the bottom of 64, within one's reach. I want to wish everyone have a great, great day. And uh, yeah, we'll continue tomorrow.